52, oh 52, how do you do, how do you do? No AC, we sweatin' lots, summer's here, summer's hot, global warming, it's for real, we all pollute like no big deal, there's no mistake, it's looking bleak, it's looking bad, as we speak, I won't go there, I don't want to, because it's time for episode 52. This is episode 52, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. And remember, you can listen to us wherever and whenever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Justin and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver. Living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing. About something. And about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back. Listen up. And get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello, hello. Hello, you beat me to <laughs> it. I was just hoping for that moment. Welcome, it's episode 52. Yes, look at us. For a moment I forgot how many episodes in we were, but 52. 52, just we're like never going to make that mistake where <laughs> exactly. we, uh, was it 40 something? I don't yeah. know, who knows anymore, it's in the past. It's episode 52, we're end of July, Yeah. we're in another heat wave ish heat wave yeah is this a heat wave enough for you or is this just like uh, oh it's sensationalizing I mean, the news instead of a, a parka i'm just in a, a puffy vest oh, okay yeah, of course and a scarf so yeah but. you know people died right at the last heat wave like it uh, was so actually dramatic. a serious thing people no. died and yeah there was a forest fire and a whole town burned down yeah. as well so it's huge it's serious yeah no i part of me is wondering like okay if we weren't so woke about global warming would we be questioning the heat as it is right now does that make sense yeah i think so i think people would be like hey this is different this is not we've normal. never experienced this before yeah totally um i wonder like because back in the days it would get this hot before right like like maybe in like the 60s you know no, not like what we saw the, but there are but like this temperatures week. around that like in the 40s before like a long, I know they said like before, like the longest time that it was for, like in the forties was like back in the fifties or sixties. Was it a stretch of it? Was it one day? I don't know. Because one offs, sure. maybe I can see that happening. Yeah. But like a week long of it, that's a little bit different. I always thought that it used like I feel like when I was young, growing up in the suburbs, like I always felt like it was hot. Like maybe forty is a new new high for us, definitely. But I don't know. I just feel like is this normal? Right now that we're in, in the mid 30s not mid 30s like low 30s high 20s i don't know high 20s yeah like 30 yeah. to early 30s but you know like part of me is like i don't want to complain about it and i don't want to jinx it because i love this weather that we're having right now like i love this you sun. don't miss the rain just a little bit no not at all like, I didn't want to say anything, but I kind of missed the rain a little bit. <laughs> now it's going to rain. Thanks. I hope so. We need it. I know we need it. And I'm just being selfish, but it's just like, like, I can't stress enough how awful the fall winter was for me. So to then have this, it's like, I don't want this ever to end, but I know it's coming to an end. Summer's going to leave me. So it's it's not anytime soon. Yeah. Like, any ch- 
I've been watching the weather forecast, of course. And yeah. Like anytime they've mentioned, like maybe thirty percent chance rain, twenty yeah. percent never happens. Like the hottest day. But I just, I don't know. I want it to be. I want it to be. I want it. I want to be able to do all my summer stuff. <laughs> then do all your summer stuff. I know, but that requires planning, and sometimes it's not easy to just go on a whim. Like, so I still need to go camping. I still need to go. To the island and do all that stuff you know what i mean oh, yeah when are you gonna pencil that in well i'm definitely i'm going to August. victoria um i'm gonna go to victoria next week and then i'm going to um the sparkling hill resort end of august where's sparkling hill it's up in nelson so it's like mm. I've, I've heard of sparkling hill resort no it's this resort that swarovski opened up in nelson so okay it's like kind of like in the middle of nowhere but it's in the interior Like the, those crystals? Yeah. So What's op- their connection to they just op- nothing? They just oh. opened it. Like they opened a resort, apparently. I'm pretty sure it's Swarovski. made of crystals. Made it's, it's entire crystal <laughs> palace, essentially. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Please take a lot of photos. <laughs> no, it's I not. need to see this. I think it's just like by, it's like okay. Sparkling Hill by Swarovski. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, there's, I'm just really trying to make the most out of like just coming out of the pandemic. It's like I need to do as much as I can as yeah. everywhere. You know what I mean? Just but safely. Colton does BC. <laughs> you hoe. <laughs> you big hoe. Yeah, but you've also been enjoying your summer, right? Yes, we did one. We did go away. Yes, and it you was go? recent. We went to Manning Park. Where's Manning Park? So it For our is listeners who don't know. east of Hope. So it's about a two and a half, almost three hour yeah. uh, drive okay. from Vancouver. And you're going um, east. There. And you're going east. Got so it. it's like okay. past Hope. It's probably like. Maybe 30 minutes outside of Hope. Yeah. How was that three-hour car ride for you? Um, It wasn't bad. Yeah. There was like some stretches where there was a lot of traffic. Yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck Langley, yeah. right? Of course. It's always traffic there. Yeah. Like that little stretch. And yeah. it went for, I don't know, to like Abbotsford-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, it was fine. Issa's was fine in the car. Yeah. Uh, she's really into like audio books. Oh, God, is she? Yeah. Yeah. And I know. It's like some of them are the same ones, but she's memorized them now. Yeah. Uh, so that helped. Yeah. Like, you don't have to entertain her. She's, like, already entertained. For sure. So tell me about Manning Park. What's Manning Park? Manning Park is a provincial park. Oh, nice. So you can do, there's, like, campsites mm-hmm. there. There's cabins. Like, there's a resort we stayed at. Oh, nice. You said a, a resort. resort there. It's, I say resort, but don't think resort. Yeah. It's just, like... Um, you know, in the Wonder Years, when they go camping and there's like just cabins lined yes, up, yes, yes, it's kind of like that. That sounds fun. Why do they okay. call it a resort, though? I don't know. Maybe because there's like a lagoon pub there. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a little community almost. Little, yeah. uh, I guess a you can say community. that. Tourist community. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. So you got like the restaurant, the pub. There's one restaurant. Yeah, there's like one. No pool. No pool. It's not well, open. There's a lake, though. I'm guessing, right? They're like, but you have to drive to oh, it. Got it. <laughs> We went there, and then from the lake we were at, we could see like that that uh, big cloud of smoke. It's kind of like a cauliflower, bubbly kind of smoke that looks super thick. What is and that? And that's probably like forest the forest fire. fire. Okay, got it. Because it's like clouds to the right. Yeah, looks like a cloud. This one does not. It's like atomic bomb that like blew up. Right. But like it's scary. Yeah, for sure. But we still got a lot of sun. We went canoeing. Oh, nice. So you can rent boats out there, and. Um, yeah, we just did a lot of chilling. That sounds amazing. Relaxing. That's yeah. a true like road trip vacation right there. Just like chilling, being outside. Yeah, like, reception was like shit, so we couldn't really be on our phones. Oh, I thought you meant like 
what, what kind of reception? Like a wedding reception? But <laughs> no, yeah. uh, phone reception. Yeah, Their Wi-Fi was shitty too, even the one you paid for. Yeah. Um, and you had basic cable. Yeah. So we just watched the Olympics. Too. What was the cabin like? Uh, it was okay. It was, yeah. it was a newer one. Um, it was nice. Nice. Is it is it um, in the middle of the forest then? Yeah, kind of. It's like right off the highway, and yeah. then um, it's just like it's glorious. It's like you are in the middle of the forest. Yeah. And what are meals like? Oh, we just brought our own stuff. So Coleman had made a lasagna. Yeah. Because it's like the kitchen. Oh, okay. Fridge, oven, and then the next night our friend had made a curry. Nice. Did you guys all share one cabin? Yes, one nice. cabin. It's two floors. Oh wow! So it's like a house cabin kind yeah. of situation. Wow. Lofty. I love that. It was really nice. It was like the only thing that was available because yeah. we kept trying other places, places, but there was nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's um, booking up. I think like so everybody has everybody has this thing called revenge traveling, right? Where it's just like because of the pandemic, nobody could go anywhere, and now that everything's open, people are like traveling. Yeah, to I make don't up care for how it. much it costs because yeah. Whistler's like insanely expensive right now. But totally. I would go if yeah, there like, was anything available. My vacation fund like was supposed to be used during the pandemic, so like I've saved up this money for a vacation. So I'm like, Crystal Hotel, sign me up. up. Yeah, exactly. It's like I think if there's one thing the pandemic taught me, it's that like don't don't save for things in hopes of one day being able to use it. Like yeah. if you want to do something, do it, and if you have the funds for it, do it. You know what I mean? Of course, like I get that not everybody can afford to do stuff like that. Yeah. But it's just like don't don't hold out in hopes that one day you'll be able to use it you know just do it yeah like i think yeah i think like kind of going off on a bit of a tangent but it's like chinese people or no chinese people or just asian cultures it's like whenever they buy something new they don't use it right away right yeah i i know it's pretty common right like so and it's kind of drilled into me where it's just like okay i have something new i can't use it right away because it's like you have to let it sit like you want to buy like chips and stuff like i don't want to open it right away for some reason i think it's just like okay that's crazy it was drilled into me from yeah. my parents but now i'm just like trying to like really dismantle that whole weird freaking process yeah food's a weird one but i get like clothes yeah um video games like i'd buy it and be like oh i'm just gonna wait till yeah later before exactly I play it. it's like why or even shoes for that shoes matter. Yeah. oh she's a big one like yeah i got Issa a pair of shoes they're for a wedding yeah but she could still wear them totally but i'm gonna wait yeah that's like one month later <laughs> she may not even fit into it totally yeah and even with my mom it's like she does that too a lot and i i tell her now it's just like why do you buy stuff if you're not going to use them it's like you just use it as like a little museum then right it's like you need to use your stuff and yeah. like who knows like let this pandemic be a lesson to everybody that like there's, ne- <laughs> there's never like a, a wrong time to do something yeah. just do it if you feel like it yeah i just imagine your mom she's like four handbags like oh. a giant hat like going to yeah. dinner well she bought like a handbag she's like oh i'm not gonna use this like i don't go anywhere i'm like it doesn't matter if you can go grocery shopping just bring out your fucking yeah. handbag it's like it, it makes more sense for you to use it than to not use it. And then when you're like 90, you can't go anywhere. And now you're regretting not being able to use it. Yeah, just I guess I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. just going to use everything I have in my house. I think layer. so. Do it up. Layer At least you put layer. to use. I like to I like to think about that when I think about the pandemic. It's just like, if that's one thing that's taught me is that life is too short. Yeah. So do it up if you can. I'm going to do it up. Yeah, so Manning Park was great then. Yes, success. Yeah. I'm glad we went somewhere because I doubt we're going to find... Coleman's still looking... Like, things will pop up i mean it just depends on where you where you want to go and like obviously how this is vacation too like it ends soon yeah exactly so like, it's not like what we victoria? can just go victoria there wasn't nothing really oh i guess oh, seashell i was looking at seashell yeah too. or Cum- cumberland i think yeah. is another place like the island should be good or 
I, the thing is, like, if you leave it to the last minute, then you're not going to get slim pickings yeah. for sure. Ruben, yeah, he's been looking pretty, like, aggressively since the ban was lifted or yeah. it's been eased. For sure. But yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's wanting to travel right now, for sure. And especially because we can't travel to the States, everybody's kind of looking inwards, right? I'm okay that we're not traveling to the States, though. Yeah. Like, I can't say I really miss it. What am I missing? Yeah, that's true. I miss it. I do want to go to, like, I'm missing Portland and Seattle right now. Oh, yeah. I think about that every so often. And Yeah, Coleman, too. Yeah, I want to go back. But Eh. I'm not in a rush. Like, it's not a priority. It's like, we have so much greatness here. Like, why not just take advantage of it? Very true, very true. What totally. else have you been up to since we last chatted? I think our last week was like a month ago. Yeah, and to be honest, it's all a blur for me. I think I haven't really done much since then, but that's okay. We have a long weekend coming up, so looking forward to just being outside as much as possible. Like I said, like yes, every opportunity I get to be outdoors and just like lay out in the sun, I'm going to take advantage of it right now. Do you now go biking? Have you gone any bike rides? Yeah, I, I bike usually like on the weekends um mm. around i go to point gray a lot over there it's really nice oh, yeah. fun bike ride i think and there's tons of parks there too so you can just like lay out on the one of the many parks there and they're beautiful views of the water so yeah and then That's i've also nice. been going to new brighton park which is east of vancouver oh like hastings yeah hastings area yeah they have a beautiful like uh park there where you, it's right on the water over the river right by the bridge yeah it's like there's a pool there too yeah there's a pool there it's massive but but yeah how about how about you what's what 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 do you what else do you want to accomplish this summer because i feel like it's the last week of july it's going to be august before <laughs> yeah. we know it summer's going to be over so our time our time is ticking now we gotta time get those ticking. summer things in what do you want to so do? i want to do it at the movie theater again so we took isa to one yeah uh, we saw Boss Baby. So tell me about that experience going back to the movie theaters. Okay, it was weird. First, it was like, you know, when you go in a movie theater and it's busy and it's loud and it's yeah. like really, really lively. lively it yeah. was not. Yeah. It was like super dead. You know, there's like the arcade. That's like the loudest and there's like four people yeah. there. So you kind of miss that. And then when we got to the theater, like we were the only ones there. Right. And then like two other families trickled in afterwards. Yeah. That's amazing. So I found out like Cineplex does private bookings. So That's expensive could do, though, right? I'm guessing. It's not. Oh. So it's 125 for older movies yeah. for a group of up to 20. Got it. And then for the new releases, it's yeah. 250 oh. for 20 people. Right. So it's like 625 or 1225 a person. Right. Like that That's pretty reasonable. Cheap. Yeah. So it's like maybe we should get like a group of us together. Yeah. Watch like an older movie. Yeah. Um. Then it's six twenty five each for sure. Well, that is an option, but you can do that any time of the year. You don't have to. Can wait. you do it any time? But not ten, ten years. Like you don't have to. Wait. You don't have to do it in the summer. That's like the complete opposite. But it's of like summer, it's so it? hot outside. Okay, I get where you're coming from. And yeah. to be cool, to be in still with your friends and yeah. AC, like in a private theater, like yeah. when ex- what kind of experience, or when would you have experienced that? Yeah, that's true. I'm sure that's. Still continue it on in the fall, but yeah. I've only just seen it in the summer. Okay, got it. Done it. Got so. it. Got it. Got it. And plus, they just opened too. Right. Yeah, I've been thinking about like a movie theater. I just, I just, I don't know how comfortable I am with that just yet. After you can year. space out pretty well. Like yeah. everyone just spaced out. So yeah. we were like on one side, and the other family was on the other side. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think I'm over. And then I just I wore my mask. Yeah. Just for added protection. Fair enough. So, like, for added protection, I know, like, some people who have been vaccinated yeah. feel, like, super confident in mm. the vaccine, yeah. even though, like, we're seeing, 
now like the third booster is being administered like mm-hmm. in Israel for, in- for instance. Yeah. So there's like a theory and this totally makes sense it's called the Swiss cheese like theory mm-hmm. where like each slice um, represents something yeah. like a mask, vaccine, right. distance. So you need all of those mm-hmm. for protection. Because yeah. like one slice of cheese alone obviously has Doesn't, holes in yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Then you get the other layer and yeah. then this is what you need to help protect yeah, you. For sure. Um, and I wish like more people would get that. Yeah. Other than like, oh, if most of us are vac- vaccinated, then we don't have to wear masks anymore. I know. And I think that comes with like, I don't want this to be like a super heavy COVID thing, but yeah. I do think that like that whole mask thing is a, like, it bothers me too. I feel like we shouldn't have said that it's no it's longer. Recommended. Strength. Yeah, yeah, it's recommended because now people interpret that as, okay, I don't have to wear it then if yeah. I don't want to. And that's the issue at hand is that you should still wear the mask even if you have the vaccine because you're not only protecting yourself from any kind of variant that's out there, but you're also protecting people who may not have the vaccine or who are still on the first dose. dose yeah. yeah, exactly. So anyways, anyways okay, for we're not going there. Wear your mask still, yeah. okay? Don't be a douche. Yeah, because at Linden Drugs today, like no one was yeah. wearing a mask and I was like, it's oh so my God. It's so common now. It's normal. Yeah, totally. Like, ah. Yeah, so just, yeah. Wear your mask, please. It's it, We're not over the pandemic yet and we don't want another spike, so... All right. Well, I know we have a lot of things that we posted on our kind of articles to talk about. And I figured let's do like a, I don't know, what do you think? Like a daily? Kind of just like go through the list. Yeah. What do you call it? Um, Hot topics kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, th- I don't know. Lightning round. Lightning round. Uh, yeah. I was going to say Fender something, but totally. Fender doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why don't you start off with the first one? Okay. The first one is, hold on. Oh, so you posted this one. Yeah. This one's the recovering Filipino. Yes. This is what does it mean to be Filipino? Yeah. So join host Jim Agapito. Agapito, yeah. His quest, cultural quest in recovering Filipino. That yeah. sounds very so familiar to me. I was listening to CBC Radio like I do every morning. And what they've been doing now recently is kind of doing podcasts, like podcast episodes, like on live radio. And this was one that I recently discovered while listening to CBC Radio. And uh, so essentially this podcast is hosted by this guy named Jim Agapito. Um, he is a Filipino-Canadian. Um, and it all this whole premise of this podcast started when his 97-year-old Lola, um, which is grandmother in Tagalog, called him, called him out for um, not being a good Filipino. And she said... Um, like, what are you going to do when you can't speak the language and know nothing about our culture? Which is mm. true, right? You know, yeah. you should know your roots. And I remember before in previous podcasts, you would talk about how you want to make more of an effort too and kind of like learning about your roots and understanding like where you come from and all that stuff. Yep. So I feel like there's something similar there between you two. And of course, like he had a really close relationship with his grandma as you do. Um, Plus he's from Winnipeg. Yeah, and he's from Winnipeg too. So it's like interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I'm assuming Winnipeg has a pretty... Big Filipino culture then, yes. or community there, sorry. Yes, yeah. huge. Um, anyway, so he admits that his um, cultural roots don't run deep. He said he visited the Filipinos only, Philippines only once, but he didn't really like it. He can't speak the language very well, his language being Tagalog, which is like the main language of the Philippines. Yeah. Um, um, and furthermore, to top it off, he isn't a big fan of Filipino food because, one, he was a vegetarian, and two, <laughs> yeah. he was allergic to seafood. So, of course, food being such a centric thing in the Filipino and not only Filipino, Asian culture, that's like a huge, like, 
disrespect right if you are a vegetarian you don't eat seafood and all you eat is like vegetarian in general is like such a shameful thing um and also to chop it off like like asian culture to feed your family is to show them love now he doesn't want to eat it like he don't love me totally it's very personal yeah so essentially his goal is quote unquote to make my lola proud um so yeah so his podcast there's one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So there's like about nine episodes out okay. right now. Yep. And they all center around like various things. Like one is about karaoke. Yes. One is about why, what a debut is. Oh, yeah. Um, one is about um, like drinking, the drinking culture in the Filipino community. Um, and then the one that I listened to was um, about... It's about him being vegetarian and just how in the veg in the Filipino culture there isn't really a vegetarian centric type of meal um, or type vegetarianism in Filipino culture isn't very big. And one thing that I found really interesting about that was um, how how meat is viewed. Right, it kind of made me realize like when 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 the Filipinos came here, right, they wanted. A better life and a better access to things whereas in the philippines like meat may not have been so easily accessible like i think in most in that in that in that society um seafood was easy to get yeah vegetables were easy to get rice is central to everything but meat is expensive um yeah. so what they kind of in part of that episode what they talked about was that maybe when it's Maybe when the parents found out that he wanted to be vegetarian, it wasn't necessarily a fact that he believed in, like, no, I don't want to harm animals and all this stuff, but, like, his, his thought process around animals, but more so of the fact that, like, being a vegetarian and interpreting that from a parent perspective, it could possibly be, like, more of, like, an insult, like, what did I do wrong? Like, I brought you here to yeah. give you these great things in life, to give you access to these things, and you don't even want them. Like, I screwed up as, like parent a parent or to give you a better life so a question with his podcast is he focusing on his um like just his community because like in philippines there's like so many different yes types of yeah yeah i mean different languages there's also different cuisines yeah for sure because there is a lot of vegetarian cuisine so i wonder if just for him specifically it's like where he was born for sure well he kind of is from well in this episode specifically it was i mean his generally revolves around his family which then leads to further discussions about the culture that and how that ties into his family you know what i mean so okay. for example talking about the vegetarianism in filipino culture they were talking about it and they were saying how like well actually there is vegetarian food in the filipino culture um breakfast is primarily vegetarian they eat something called like lugapau i think it's called okay which is like a congee type dish they eat a lumpia with bean sprouts in it and yeah. fried tofu. So it's like, that's all vegetarian, right? But they were also saying, like, it's only one meal that's vegetarian, while the rest of the the rest of the rest meals that they have is obviously more meat-centric. Um, but yeah, it's like fried chicken is like a, oh, one yeah. thing, you know, sinigang and adobo. It's like all meat, 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 right? And Did he mention anything about panekbet? Oh, what is that? That's also like, it's like a ratatouille. Like okay. A, it's vegetarian. I'm sure they talked about it. But yeah, anyways, it was a great episode. There's multiple episodes, but they talk about those kinds of things. Oh, yeah. It's not just food-centered, but it's a great way to learn about the Filipino culture and also one person's specific perspective on how his his life is as a Filipino, which is kind of like kind of what I feel like our podcast tries to talk about too. Yeah, because yeah. we are exploring it. And 
for him, he's born in Canada as well, yes, right? Like exactly. we're second generation. Yeah. We've kind of like let go of those roots somehow. Totally. We like assimilate to like living here. Yeah. And now we're like trying to understand. Totally. More about ourselves. Yeah, and it's it's nice to. How kind old of, is he? Is he like our age? I think he's like our age too. Okay, so yeah. this is like the time. Totally. I feel like it's awakening. nice to. If you feel like you're disconnected to like you specifically, you feel like disconnected. This is a really great way to kind of like understand like why I know your family is uh, like. Every, there's Filipino so much diversity to it but it's yeah. just like it's great for you to kind of understand okay like why do F- Filipinos drink like they drink or why do Filipinos why are Filipinos obsessed with like leftovers you know what I mean yeah and like um all that stuff and why is fried chicken such a huge thing like those kinds of things because it's delicious yeah exactly so anyways highly recommend it yeah um, CBC obviously is backing it and it's just it's just nice to kind of learn more about that yeah, I will listen to it. Yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I take all your recommendations. <laughs> like, I eventually get there. Like, I yeah. finished couples therapy. So good. So good. And yeah. like, there's so many takeaways in the second um, season. Oh, yeah. The big one was, I'll just mention it, is yeah. the, you go into a relationship with someone and it's not just the person. Now yeah. you've, like, inherited. Their baggage. Yeah. So, like, their, their dad, their traumas, their yeah. family. Totally. This, like, she talks about, like, a blueprint yeah. in one of them. Yeah. Like, your parents give you this pl- blueprint. Yeah. And in there, you've inherited their shit. Yeah. So, it's, like, their anxieties. But you subconsciously, obviously, do not know. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you you mask it as something else yeah. when really it's what it is. Totally, yeah. Like I, I'm not in a obviously married relationship, but watching that, it's it's like getting therapy for myself, and I yeah. think that's why that show does so well. It's not just for like married people. Like you learn you learn more about why people are the way they are. Yeah, it's like how... a it's in a way it's like a mirror because like our my issues are not like Drew and yeah. Teresha, yeah but like i see a lot there like yeah. she was even like understanding it but couldn't understand yeah and as she it was like like in evolving like i was evolving with her yeah and like holy shit girl do you get it now yeah, exactly. like ah oh, drew drew you're stupid yeah. like you know and totally it's like i can see how that parallels in my life also yeah do you watch it with coleman uh he always falls asleep oh. but like there's one where the the blueprint I wish he stayed up for yeah, I remember because that, so. um, that one I think about a lot. That was the was that the Jewish couple? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's like now we're raising kids of our own. Yeah. And obviously we have all these other things yeah. that these we traumas. bring yeah. these traumas, um, and I already see it with Isa. Mm-hmm. Like, and I notice it more. Like, here's an example: messes at my house was like a huge thing. Like, yeah. you don't make it, you don't do it. Yeah. If we do it, it's like the end of the world. Right. So I see that with her and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. And then now she's saying, sorry, sorry, I'm going to clean it. I'm going to clean it. Now she's like having anxiety about a mess. Yeah. yeah. Like she's three. She shouldn't have to worry about that so much. Yeah. I get it. Uh, yeah. It's tough. It's- she's three, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Here's the thing, right? It's just like, I think some people do their best to kind of put their kid in a bubble. And be like, you are going to be raised perfectly with no fucked upness whatsoever. <laughs> but the reality is, it's going to happen. It's You're gonna already fu- happening. Every child is fucked up, regardless if you don't want it to be fucked up or not. They're going to carry like your your quirks and your quirks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your anxieties, your traumas. Like it's going to happen. It's just you. What's most important is that you teach this kid how to deal with those things, how to process those, how to understand them. And I think that's what's most important. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to be like me and needing 
therapy at 35. <laughs> you, I'm Which trying to understand. terrible, terrible. Yeah. Like, I think you always need to check to see 100%. where you're at, too. Yeah. So it's not even so much like the fucked upness. Yeah. They need to know that it'll happen. Yeah. But also to witness, like, their parents trying to solve these. Yeah. They're not perfect. Totally, exactly. They can't be perfect. Yeah, exactly. And then to put them in that, like, oh, they're perfect and I'm everything I'm doing is wrong. Like, yeah. I think that's something skewed too. Totally, I agree. So I want them to see us fuck up also. Yeah, and I, that's one thing I realized actually just recently, like last month, is that my my parents are just just as fucked up as I am. The only thing is they're, on, they're like, they're doing the best that they can or the, what they think is right, but they don't really know what is right or wrong. They're just doing it you know what i mean just to because they're doing it yeah because they're doing it yeah just to do it they're just responding the way they know how that's it so like try not yeah i'm trying to a generation of like asking more questions yeah like we want to know why we want to dig deeper exactly i think our parents generation they're kind of just like yeah this is what it is yeah this is how it's always been and this is how i'm always gonna be yeah and that's why we are in the situation that we are today with so much like crazy shit going on in the world and politics and stuff but yeah Anyways, I think it's okay to fuck up your child as long as you teach them yeah, how yeah. to process it. Yeah. I mean, don't fuck them up yeah, on purpose, no, like, but, but yeah. let go of the fact that you it's going to happen. You are, embrace <laughs> you, the fact that it's going to happen. You can't be perfect like all the time. Exactly. Too. Yeah. And it's that's even more stressful for her if you make try to make her be as perfect as possible. I know. I see her and she's just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, oh no, what have we done? Oh, I hear you 100%. Yeah. Um, and then your other one was physical. I just started watching that yeah. with Rose Byrne. That's a good one. your other rec- Um, She is a fitness instructor essentially, but she has so many mental issues. So she's like, way. yeah, she has an eating disorder. Yeah. You have to know straight up, like there is a lot of talk about her like demeaning herself and thinking she's like fat and a pig like a lot of that kind of language um it takes place in the 80s and uh aerobics is like huge (laughs) it's like i was asking your brother like oh um did your mom go through like an aerobics phase did she get a membership to um fitness world at any point yeah no, like, she didn't. My mom and my aunts all did. Like, oh, they, they did? did a tour and they had like a year membership, but I doubt oh, they went. <laughs> but it was like a cool fitness world. We all got like water bottles. We got like wristbands. Do you still and, like, have those? Bands. Um, they probably, I don't know, maybe. That vintage like, would be nice to have right now. Well, the colors are like very neon. It yeah. was like neon with like Black Friday Fitness World. Anyways, yeah. But they jumped off that bandwagon pretty <laughs> anyways those are the 80s 90s i guess yeah like the aerobics it's all about the aerobics scene. aerobics was, yeah, yeah. Like dance aerobics yeah anyways the i like aerobics. it and i'm a huge fan of rose Byrne. and i think this was like a i don't know it's really interesting to kind of hear her say those things and like in the you should watch it anyways yeah but it's just like yeah like her what's introspective yeah, yeah. views like i can hear myself saying shit like that yeah too. totally and it's very critical i'm glad that you watched it and you liked it yes yeah, so really i just wanted one. to mention that yeah like your recommendation love it all right so that's anyways recovering filipino and then couples therapy and physical so we got that covered yes um why don't you why don't we do this one i don't know if you read it but the topic of it was what are you question mark how multiracial Americans respond and how it's changing. Did you read this article? I did not. Okay. The number of multiracial Asian Americans is growing and how the way they define themselves and talk about identity are also changing. Um, 
Oh, I did read a little bit about this. Yeah. I recognized the photo. This is a little bit of an older article, isn't it? That's fine. Yes, from just Fair being it's year, but this is it's it's relevant. It's still relevant, yeah. So I'm guessing what it means is like if you're born here and you're get asked like what kind of Asian are you or having to identify like where are you from? I'm guessing. Um how do you navigate. respond to that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, the question is what it means to navigate your own identity as yeah. American or Canadian in our case. Yeah. And all the different uh, cultures that are part of who totally. you are. And the mixed race cultures, too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what's important to you. So, like, I guess one example, too, is, um, what's that? Naomi. Yeah. Naomi Osaka. Yes. Yeah. She's, what, half Jamaican? And half, I thought Haiti. No. Oh, yeah, maybe oh, Haiti and Japanese. Yeah. yeah. But she plays Haitian. for Haitian. Yeah. Uh, she USA. plays for... She? No, I thought she played for Japan. Oh, she did? She did. Oh, I, I thought she was that. representing Japan. Oh, okay. And then she she talked about like her identity as being Japanese and then being in Japan and Fine. not being Japanese. <laughs> and then being here and like she's not really right. American. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I get it. Like... What are you really, you know? Like, totally. Uh, I'm from East Van or whatever yeah. you say. And you're like, oh, no, like, where are you from really? Yeah, totally. And it's not, I think, I don't, sometimes I don't know how to identify. Like, I feel like. So do you feel Chinese? Yes, but I think for me, it's like, I feel more Canadian than I do Chinese. You know what I mean? So when you think Chinese, are you thinking like Chinese people that live in China? Yes. <laughs> I know I know it sounds like obvious. Yeah. It's Yeah. But like when you think of Chinese, you're just thinking about them over in their country. Yeah, exactly. So I try to say like when people ask me, Oh, like, what nationality are you? I'm like I'm Canadian, but my ethnicity is Chinese. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, you word it that way. Yeah. But it's like, because if I say I'm Chinese then I then automatically my mind assumes that people are gonna think I was born in China. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So I don't want that. Does that make sense? Because you're ashamed. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> yeah, because I, no, I, I you're born know. here. This is your identity. Maybe it's it part is. Of your maybe identity. it is. So maybe it is. Like, yeah, it's like I want people to understand that, like, I'm not a fob. Yeah, there's a separation. <laughs> yeah, there's a separation, and I think that's like an internal thing that I maybe have to address. But yeah, do you do you define as Filipino first, or do you define as Canadian? Someone like? asked me. I think I say I'm Filipino. Yeah, but then, they, like a... but do you say like do you preface it with oh, but I was born here? Mm. No. No. If I think about, like, the times I've lived in small towns, it's obvious I'm not like yeah. them. Yeah. So I think I have to say that. Oh, maybe I, I have then. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I was born in Canada. Yeah. It's like, I'm Filipino, but I was actually, but I was born in Winnipeg. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of thing. It's like, it's like, why do we have to preface something with something? And also, yeah, it's no, like. Yeah, I think I've done that. Yes. And if we say, if we're Canadian, then why do we need to clarify? Like, you know what I mean? Because you're not white. Exactly. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, people assume yeah, that if you're yeah. Canadian, that you're white. But I think that's, I feel like that's what the article is kind of addressing is yeah. the fact that like, it's, the question needs to be rewritten in regards to that. Like, not what are you, but like, how do you identify in terms of like your ethnicity or something like that? You know what I mean? And I think just looking at like the way people, like companies are recruiting and like hiring, the hiring process, it's like, it's no longer like, what nationality are you but it's more focused around questions on like ethnicity instead like so you have tons of things where it's like are you asian american are you born american like all that yeah. stuff so it's like 
I think it's just giving people more identity than they had before. You know what I mean? So this article in particular talk is talks about um, how being part Asian is something that's been on a rise yes. in the States, particularly. Then they talk about um, some celebrities who are part Asian, like Bruno Mars. Love Bruno Mars. Yeah. Um, Neo, I didn't know he was part Chinese. Neo? Neo, the singer. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who did you think from The, <laughs> the Matrix? Matrix? <laughs> yeah, but Keanu Reeves is also part well, yeah. Asian. And he, he is? He's like Hawaiian or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, well, Chrissy Teigen. Yes. Um, so then it's, some of them are white passing. Like, yeah. what's his name? Darren Cross, Chris, or whatever his name is. Right. He could be white. Yeah, he that's true. white. Yeah, so it's like, what? and then if you're part, it complicates the situation more because what do you identify as first then, yeah. right? For me, it's like, I think where you're born is what you should identify as, followed by your skin color, ethnicity. You know what I mean? Oh, really? I think, like, the opposite. Because, like, historically, ancestrally, culturally, that's, like, in your blood. You yes. just happen to be born here. Mm, and no good... matter where you're, yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel. I like that. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that article. That's a great one. Um, so, yeah. It's very long. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if I didn't read it. But they talk to a lot of people who are mixed. Yeah. Um, biracial. Well, I think it's bigger Papa. in the mixed situation, too. Okay. Um, so that's that. Oh, I like this one that you posted because I actually thought about this. Um, activists give out free heroin meth as Vancouver opposes legal limits for drugs. Yeah. So that happened, what, last week? Yes. They uh, Vancouver put a proposal to Health Canada to yeah. decriminalize a three-day supply of drugs. Mm-hmm. And then they did it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I... First, I felt uneasy about it, mm-hmm. but then I was like, at least we know it's clean, because yeah. that's another pandemic we're going through with yeah. people dying totally dirty-ass yeah. drugs. drugs. Yeah. Um, and it's not a lot, because no. it's like two grams of opioids, three grams of cocaine, mm-hmm. 10 rocks, oh gosh, I, one gram, I don't even know the yeah. terminology, <laughs> uh, 10 rocks of crack cocaine, like these seem yeah. very little amounts, one and a half grams, yeah. plus they list everything for you yeah. on these um, packages. Totally. So, yeah, I, I would first, like, I think I had the same reaction. I was like, oh, my God, we're actually doing it. But as you know, it's like, I think it's, I think if we legalize it, then it'll be, it'll reduce, like, when we get to a point where it's, like, super, super legal. Yeah. We'll get to a point where our, like, drug issues are going to be, our drug problem in, like, the East Van, like, Hastings area. It's gonna, yeah. It's going to go down because... People don't have to live on the street to get what they need. You know what I mean? It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Haven't we seen that work in some other places? Yeah. I like think... Portland's one, I think, one city that's done it. Yeah. I think people just can't get past the fact that, like, drugs are drugs and that we're giving it away for free. You know what I mean? But I think, like, in Amsterdam and, like, some of, like, the, the European countries where it is legal, like, drugs are legal, you, you see the positive effects of that. You know what I mean? And I think that, like... I think we should decriminalize these kinds of things so that we could have a more healthier approach to it. It's because we um, we made it illegal that people are doing all the city shit to get what they need. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you could really separate the mental health issues from the people who just have drug issues. Yeah. And also who supports this initiative? Because there's a lot of people who are naysayers. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Like, what's her name? 
She's a city councilor, Melissa D. Genova. I think we mentioned her a few yeah, times. Yeah, that needs to sound familiar. She, she is, against it. Yeah, she's against it. She's like wondering where all these drugs are coming from. And that's her concern. Yeah. Like, who's funding this? Who's your drug dealer? But she's kind of, um, I don't know. She's the one who called that. There's an attack a few years ago about social housing. Yes. She called that like a terrorist act. Right, right, right. It was like five people, I think, with a banner. Like she is kind of weird. She's kind of like on the extreme side of the spectrum. She's kind of Karen-ish, I guess, if you want to describe her. Sure. And I think like, I don't think we're ever all going to get on the same page with this kind of thing. It's such a, it's such a divided thing, right? Because I think for those who actually live in this area and like see it firsthand and like are exposed to it every day. We want a solve for it. We want it to stop as soon as possible. And yeah. this is a really good way to fix it. But for, few, for people who are removed from it, I'm not saying that like she is removed from it or connected to it. I don't know. But I'm just saying like, until you've actually been so ingrained in it and like you've been affected by it, you you shouldn't really like shoot it down without ha- without even trying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, have they tried anything else? Yeah, exactly. Like, we're trying things t- to help people. Yeah. And you're like... You're not for that. Exactly. It's like, what is your proposal then? To just continue to criminalize it and then put people in jail for like a few days and then have them out again and then just... And then it continues. Yeah. And then you just diss them all the time. Exactly. So I'm for it. I I think we should try it and see what happens. I don't think we will be disappointed. I think there will be a transition phase. Of course, that won't be pleasant. But I really hope this is something that we actually like can get past and kind of broaden our perspective on the situation rather than just think drugs bad. Therefore, we shouldn't give it away for free. Yes. It's way more complex than that. Yes. I hope she does not get reelected. She calls herself the voice, a voice for millennials. She looks like a Karen. I know. She should post her on her Instagram. <laughs> Maybe we'll interview her. Oh, yeah. She'd be pleasant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Building a family-friendly Vancouver house affordability. Yeah, right, Melissa. Yeah, I mean, privilege. Yeah. Privilege perspective right there, I think. I think so, too. I just want to see if there's, like, a history, like... Her uncle is Chip Wilson or something. Really? No, I oh. don't know. Like something, some kind yeah. of connection where like life is or, a little bit, has been a little bit easier for um, her. Yeah. Maybe her, her great grandparents were slave traders. Yeah. She, she <laughs> totally looks like she, she has does. grandparents who are slave traders. Exactly. But yeah, no, I think if you're not, if you don't have a solution to provide besides complaint, then you have no say at all. And then yeah, don't. Exactly. You're not part of it. Preach, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we covered a few good topics. Yes. Um, I think a lot of them were local-based, of course, but we did cover some topics that were more broader, and I don't know, I think a lot of people could relate to it. Yeah. Um, so with that said, uh, let's give some people some more things they can relate to, some sweet and sours. Some sweets. Do you want to go first? You I always first. go first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a few. Okay. So remember how a few episodes ago, I think it was 50. Yes. Um, I was talking about The Good Place and I was yes. like, eh, I'm just going to put it on background. Freaking love it. So good. I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, Where is it streaming? It's Netflix. Netflix? Okay. Yeah. Issa's watched with me. So it's like, it, there's some friendly part. There might be some kissing if mm-hmm. your kids are watching. Yeah. Um, but man, just like the entire series up until the very end. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Perfect. Brief premise. What's it about? Uh, so these people pass away. Yeah. They are going to the afterlife. Yes. 
um, and they live in the afterlife. Got it. And there's things that happen there yeah. and things they understand yeah. and then they build relationships. Got it. Um, but a lot of it is understanding like ethics, moral, and philosophy. Right. So they talk a lot about that and yeah. try to be better people. So is it a comedy? It is a comedy. Okay. So it's um, like Kirsten... No, what's her Kirsten name? Bell? Kirsten Bell, Ted Danson. Right. Other people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I but know. those are two you probably want to know. There's a Filipino actor and he's yeah. from Vancouver. Okay. Um, and his name is Jason on the show. Oh. Uh, but so good. How many seasons? I think it's just four. Okay. And it's easy. It's like 20... 25 minutes yeah. an episode okay. easy to watch i'll have to check it out really good okay so good nice i like it yes okay um i my i still sleep? have more oh one more um food okay okay i've been telling you trying to sell you on this yeah is um tim tams right i gotta get those double coat you gotta do double coat you can't <laughs> do like the regular single coat freeze them they're so good they're like mini ice cream sandwiches are they uh kind of like you it's just not had melty. an ice cream sandwich so I did. So it's not that similar. It's like even better because it's oh, like even better. It's like you get the cookie and then the the icing or like. Where'd the, you hear about this? So my friend had froze. She had Tim Tam. She yes. picked it up at the store and then she just froze them and brought them to the park because she didn't oh. want them to melt. Yeah. But when she brought it, they were still frozen. Yeah. And I was like, money. I want more of this. <laughs> okay. So Tim Tam, double coated. It yeah. has to be double coated. It has to be double coated. Put them in the freezer yeah. overnight or yeah. whatever. Just and then enjoy and enjoy them. Yeah, because I did um, get the regular ones. Yeah, not the same. Not the same. I was very disappointed. Like I hate those Tim Tams now. <laughs> the regular ones. You just need double coat. Because Tim Tams way. are pretty good unfrozen. So they are. They are. I'll have to try but these. You gotta frozen go then. next level. Like I can't even eat them unfrozen. Like, I gotta try this. It's so good. Double coat. I'm like. Can you get the double salad. coated anywhere? So I got them at uh, London Drugs. London Drugs. All right, sold. Easy. Okay, I, I got one that. more. Yeah, then. let's hear. So. Uh, have you been to Castle Fun Park? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, we talked about it on our, yes. on our podcast. Okay, I recommend it again. So, yeah. super fun for the family. It's like Adventure Zone at Granville Island, yeah. like elevated. Where is it? It's um, in Abbotsford. Okay, so it's a bit so of a drive. Them exit. Yeah. What is it, like an hour? Yeah, about an hour, a little over an hour. Yeah, yeah. from here. Uh, what do anyways. they got there? They've got mini golf. Yeah. They've got go-karts. <laughs> they've got um, arcade yeah. games. Yeah. They've got batting cages. And also they've got the old school games. So yeah. upstairs is like the old school games. Downstairs is like more modern. Interactive games, yeah. Um, and then they've got like a kid section. Right. Skis ball is there. Nice. So, okay, I was at Granville Island and I saw this girl playing um, skis ball. Is that the one where you throw it into the ring? Is it called skis ball or ski ball? Ski ball, I think. Ski ball. Anyway, she kept hitting 10,000 yeah. in the corner. That's like the highest. Yeah. And you just seen those tickets like <laughs> flow out of the machine. So I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I want to do it. Right. So I was able to do it. And then when we got, when we were at Castle Fun Park, I thought I would get like 10,000 all the way. So yeah. I started getting two in a row and then someone let their kid just run around and she, the little girl like grabbed the balls from Rude. My ski ball section, and it like totally killed my vibe. I would have punched her in the head. <sighs> I wish I threw the ball at her. Yeah, you should have. Child, kid deserves and it. And dad's like, "Sorry," and I was like, "Oh, it's fine." So you're gonna give me those ten thousand tickets? And then I just lost my groove. <laughs> Anyways, I could have had more tickets. Anyways, Castle Fun Park, another thing to do in the summer. I love it. You get away from the city. Yeah, exactly. Which is always nice. Nice car um, ride. It's it was a little bit busy, but everyone was wearing masks. Yeah. So that was great. And uh, I love it. Yeah. That's it, I think. I always wonder, like, the amount of money you spend on that game in the equivalent tickets you get versus what you get with those tickets. 
what does that equal to? You know what I mean? So like you spent five dollars on like yeah. on this game. You got like thirty thousand tickets. Thirty thousand tickets translates to like a keychain. Thirty thousand tickets. No, you don't even get that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like a hundred tickets. Yeah. you get like a bouncy ball or a sticker. But can you equate money to fun and memories? Yeah, exactly. That's where you can't you can't do that direct. No. The currency conversion. No. Yeah, exactly. She's going to have these memories. She got to pick her toy. Oh, totally. She, That's the fun part She was it. like one of the quickest kids to pick something. Yeah. What she looked she? at it and she was like, this and this. And I was like trying to convince her. And then it was like, no, this is what I want. This is my choice. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is your choice. What was it? So she got a hammer, like a blow up hammer oh, thing. Oh, fun. She got a shark. Nice. And then a pink dinosaur. But she already had a pink dinosaur. And I thought she was going to go safari animal, but yeah. she went marine life. Well, she loves her dinosaurs and she loves her sharks. It's so. true, but I thought we were going Africa. Yeah, you can't control no. that. Girls got she, she actually knows like what she wants. We are at Toys R Us also yeah. the other day. Um, and we're like in a section and she just wanted that thing. It's like yeah. we haven't looked at the entire store yet. She's like, listen, the world is my oyster and I know what I want. Yeah, she's so. like, this is my choice. I was like, all right, this is your choice. Yeah. This is your choice. And she owned up to it. She did. Preach. I know. I, Love that's her. something I should be learning too. Because <laughs> I will like, that's like me and viewing like something to watch. Yeah. Like, but, I don't have a choice. I'm just going to look, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Well, I think we're more precious about time as we get older and also like what we want to spend our time on. So whereas a kid, it's very simple. It's like, I like this. I want it. Boom. Yeah. They're ready. We all need mo- to be like yeah. Isa. All right, she's my spirit animal. Yeah, now. exactly. She wouldn't. She wouldn't buy an LV bag and then like hide it in her closet for like a month before using oh, it. No, exactly. She'd wear it right away. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't have as many sweets as you. Okay. But I have one that I can definitely recall right now. It's um Seth Rogen's book, Yearbook. Oh, okay. You read it? Yeah, I finished it. Uh, Wonderful. Such an easy read. Really, really good. The cover. The book is beautiful. Um, I love it. It's like this bright indigo blue, and yeah. then. That's just the paper cover, and then you take it off. It's like this pink kind of thing with like. Anyways, it's it's awesome. Anyways, do you own it? Uh, my friend lent it to me. Um, but if you can finish it right away, I'll lend it to you. Oh, I'm still reading through David oh, Chang right now. Got it. That may not not as fun. I think David Chang is a bit more. It's not as easy to read as Seth Rogen's book. Seth Rogen's book is literally just like just stories of his life. It's just like little memoirs. Hilarious. Like, I don't really chuckle out loud. Yeah. But I chuckle out loud. In, okay, maybe I'll book. read that. I'll put um, Daniel Chang down. David Chang. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. He's a Chang. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Gerald Chang. Anyways, really good. Um, talks about his life in Vancouver. Um, just life working with different celebrities. His stories talking about his interactions with Kanye was hilarious. Okay. Really, really good. There's and one thing, which probably goes in more detail. Is there one where he talks about meeting Beyonce? Yes. Okay. That was, is this, that was yeah. Is that thing. the one? He talks about all his like celebrity interactions. Okay. This one with Nicolas Cage was really good. I love um, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, so... And then his, he go, the really good one was about how he talks about um, the interview, the movie that he did about like uh, North Korea yeah, and stuff, and how Franco. all that happened hilarious really good does he talk about his relationship with james franco at all because i wonder if he talks about him but he doesn't talk about like how they became friends and stuff just like his stories how include they him unfriends how oh, about that? no he doesn't Nothing talk about that, that no okay. i don't think he really needs to talk about that i really want to know. <laughs> ask him anyways yeah. i love seth rogan so i could be a bit biased but yeah highly recommend that it's really good okay on the list yes and then also i know i've mentioned it before and i recommended it before but I just want to say it again because i just went there last week but the Port Moody Brewery District. Mm, yeah. If you're coming from Vancouver, hop on the Millennium Line. No, hop on the Expo Line, I guess. Get off a commercial, transfer it on the Millennium Line, 
take the Lafarge Lake and go on that sky train. It takes you right to Moody Center or whatever. Get off, walk over, and you're in beer heaven. There's like breweries all on that strip. And they have lots of new ones that are opening up too. Have you biked there? No, but I want to try it. It's possible. It's all bike paths most, most yeah. of the way. So yeah, that's nothing I want to try, but highly recommend the brewery district in Portland. Which one did you go to? Parkside? Uh, no, we didn't go to Parkside. We went to Bakery Brewing. Bakery, And, and then we went to Moody Ales. Um, but I think everybody knows about that spot because it's summer. Everybody's going down there because... So you have the brewery street and then right in front of it is the, the lake. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's an awesome setup because it's family friendly. You have food trucks everywhere. You have an ice cream shop. It's yeah, like, the ice cream shop's pretty good. What's it called again? A Rocky Point ice cream. Yes. Yeah. And they also opened like a cocktail bar there too. So Ooh. Rocky Point Spirits. So anyways. Um, that place is really blowing up. Yeah. Like I get it. And it's, it's also friendly yeah. too. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to get out of the city and go somewhere where it's like more kind of vacation like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of on its own. So highly recommend it. All right. Do you have any sours? Sour. Yeah. Regular Tim Tams in the freezer. <laughs> really? Big sour. Um, no, I, I don't really no. have sour. Other than the mask thing, which you talked about. Yeah. Um, I know. I can't say. Maybe that baby crying. Yeah. But... <laughs> and hopefully nobody can hear that. But if they do, we apologize. It's um, not my baby. Yeah, so. exactly. What I My sour recently is, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but somebody taught me the term mammal. M-A-M-A-M-A-M-I-L, which stands for middle-aged men in Lycra. So these are those middle-aged men on their bikes, biking all over the place, thinking they're speedsters, thinking they're like professional cyclists. Yeah, I've seen them. And you're like, just whether you're biking or you're walking, they're just, they're kind of douchey. They're kind of like aggressive. They're kind of like rude on the bike lanes. Um, And also it's like, settle down. You're an old man in a Lycra suit. It doesn't make you a professional tour Sorry, de France cyclist. Mammal? Yeah. Middle-aged men, men in, in Lycra. Lycra. Okay, I've never heard that term. I know. my Somebody taught me that, and I was like, oh my god, that is amazing. And I totally believe that that is a thing in Vancouver. Yeah, and sometimes they cycle in groups, like two or three. Yeah, and they're so obnoxious about it, too. Yeah. It's like, settle down. It's like, you're not on this kind of cycle race here you're not in tour de france like yeah so you're fucking the Olympics. i know i've seen them and they wear the glasses yeah. too like the full like get the up full gear yeah it's like okay we get it cool guy oh i do have a sour okay i saw it recently and then it got vandalized there's a sign oh yeah that's door. that's another one that i want to talk about yeah let's talk which about that it's crazy that they put that up i don't know yeah. why they needed to to begin with so essentially do you want do you have the yeah sign? it's yeah. like i just I found a picture of it, what yeah. it looked like before. It's yeah. a warning, be cautious of strangers getting close or asking for help. Totally. And this is a big yellow billboard sign yeah. on the kind of like the entrance Expo to downtown. Yeah. Boulevard. Expo Boulevard. Um, right before um, Expo and station. Carol, essentially. Yeah. Station. I mean, Stadium Skyship. Stadium, yeah. yeah. Um, and then someone vandalized it and it said, be cautious of police getting close or trying to quotation help. Yeah, exactly. And then it's tagged ACAB. All What's, cops are bad. Oh, I didn't know that's what it meant. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I saw that. And I saw it. I was like, that's actually awful more, that the police put that up because now you're now people are going to be even more rude and mean to put those in need because it's like, 
now you're telling people like that's such a wrong move on the VPD when the the police already have such a terrible reputation. Yeah, and plus Vancouver isn't that friendly too. I was thinking when I saw that sign, yeah, be cautious of strangers getting close or asking for help. Remember, and we're like, oh, we're gonna be better people. We're <laughs> we gonna help people. And then that moment, there's an opportunity for like, what the fuck like, is let's wrong just with ignore that? Her. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, which someone had mentioned and yeah. read it like this is Vancouver's slogan totally. like be cautious stranger getting closer asking for help so now they've changed it i don't know if you saw oh, they it did? recently i yeah. didn't see that so they have a new oh my god sign. it's like a paragraph long it's now it's a different language now too oh. so now maybe it's like to target obviously yeah. pocs yeah yeah um but it's in tagalog okay so and it says be careful of people you don't know who will approach you or at, will ask for your help to find out more how to protect yourself go to vpd.ca oh, it's the same thing yeah, but in a different language. Oh, so I thought th- I thought they rewrote the message to be like, we want to preface this by saying, be careful if they look like they're asking for money or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. they just went, I'm not even going to try this in Tagalog. Yeah. This is like, Mangang Ignat Sama Anting Hindi. Wow. Good Oh, yeah, it sounded really good. Thank you. I'm sure your ancestors are rolling in great. They're so thrilled right now. But I think the whole point of that was to, because I think theft is. Like pickpocketers are obviously spike up during the summer season when there's more tourists here. So they're just like, you could have worded it in a better way to not make it so aggressive and terrifying for people to read with the big warning in <laughs> black and yellow telling, yeah. don't be, don't be, don't talk to nice people. Don't talk to strangers for asking and for help. Don't help people. Yeah. Like, what if an old person actually needed help and now you're like, not going to help them? And now Filipinos aren't going to help anyone. Yeah, exactly. So don't there approach a Filipino. And the Filipinos are the most helpful people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we really are. targeted. Yeah, totally targeted. <laughs> Racist. Anyways, don't um, don't listen to the VPD. Yeah, be don't. nice. Just don't be a dummy. Sheesh. Okay, anyways, that's my sour. Yeah, that's a that good sour. Song. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to talk about any more sours. So I say we just ended on a funny note like that. All right, funny note, no sours. No sours, no sours, this is the end. No more sours, no more sours, this is the end. How about you? This is episode 52. Well done. Yeah, on I don't a know. whim. <laughs> hey, that's you... you know your facial expression made me really nervous that I was. <laughs> I was I trying not look at you. I was looking down the entire time. Yeah, of course. Anyways, sweaty. But it was amazing. Thank you. You can do a lot more than I can do. So well, no more sad. You just repeat one line over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, and on that note, that was episode fifty-two. Yes. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars only, please. Because if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Bitch. And uh, follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. And remember, you can listen to us wherever and whenever you get your podcasts. Until next month. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.